Hello, everyone. Glad to have you with us this morning. And uh, good to see all of you. Some of you away for a while, and you're back. We're glad. And let's go to the Lord in prayer. Remember some um, that are having struggles uh, that they might not be able to talk about and know that while we're here in the flesh, we will have trouble. Jesus Christ will overcome. Father, we come to you today. Lord, we are like the dust of the ground. And if we spring up for a moment, soon, Lord, we just return to what we are. But we thank you. Father, we thank you that you have wrought salvation. Father, today we talk about that salvation. Mm -hmm. We talk about our willful neglect of you. We see, Lord, that you are offended that you um, notice, Lord, and you hope to bring us all into your fold where you are our shield. You, you yourself are our exceedingly great reward. Lord, we pray that those who are being oppressed, those who are being pressed down, uh, they would be lifted up. Yes, Father. We pray for those, Lord, who have great struggles with the enemy, mm -hmm. that they would persevere mm -hmm. as they will if they trust in you. Yes. So, Lord, we rely upon you for all things. We worship your name when we say, holy, 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 mm -hmm. Lord God. Yes. We are in awe mm -hmm. of your person. Yes. Be pleased now to bless us mm -hmm. with your word and the truth of it. And may we come to know something beyond what we did. Mm -hmm. And may we hide that word in our hearts. Yes. It may not just go in one ear and out the other. But Lord, that we would uh, serve you with uh, that sense of awe and sense of responsibility because we're your children and you will be lifted up in the earth. 
Yes. We love you, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name and give all things and praise unto you. Amen. Amen. And I think Mark's going to song first. Such a marvelous mystery. 
today, Lord willing. Um, I've been looking at Isaiah. Of course, it's the only book that I know of. It's written over 40 or 50 years. And so I would think that from time to time, uh, we would find Isaiah visiting the same thoughts. Um, but a closer inspection, I see, maybe I don't see clearly, but I see that there is a flow to Isaiah and um, in nearing the end of the book, we see that it's very much like, um, uh, the Bible itself and the bringing the last book of Revelation. Hmm. And so um, it's that I intend to point out today towards the end. And so uh, we'll start with Isaiah 62. I'll be reading just some of the preeminent passages regarding you and me. Uh, and so we'll start with uh, verse 2 of Isaiah 62. And Gentiles shall see thy righteousness and all the kings thy glory. And thou shalt be called a new name which the mouth of the Lord shall name. Now, you've all heard that we get a new name. We don't know what that name is, but the Lord also will have a new name. And you and I uh, will know it. He will reveal it to us. We will be to him a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord, royal diadem in the hand of our God. And the Lord is going to change all things. Thou shalt no more be turned forsaken, neither shall they any more uh, tempted desolate, but thou shalt be called 
Hespera in the land of Bila, which by the way means married, for the Lord delighteth in thee, and thy land shall be married. For a young man marrieth a virgin, shall so thy sons marry thee, as the bridegroom rejoices of the bride, so shall God rejoice over thee. I don't think he's talking about the church there. He's talking about the nation of Israel. Remember that almost everything in the book of Isaiah refers uh, to the nation of Israel. And um, the Lord, verse 6, has set watchmen upon the walls. Oh, Jerusalem, which shall um, never hold their peace day and night, ye that make mention of the Lord, keep not silent. Um, so we see that the Lord uh, will bring Israel to place of knowing him. Verse 11 says, Behold, the Lord hath proclaimed unto you the end of the world. Say ye to the daughters of Zion, Behold, his reward is with him, and his work is before him. And they shall call them holy people, the redeemed of the Lord, and thou shalt be called and sought out a searing, uh, pardon me, a city not forsaken. Now, in the next chapter, the Lord tells us that salvation is of him. Salvation, I always say it, is of the Lord. You think you made decisions, you think you turned away from evil, and you turned to the Lord of grace, but the fact is that he is the instigator of all of that. And so salvation is of the Lord, who is, starting with verse 1, who is this that cometh from Edom, that dyed garments of Basra, that uh, by the way, is in Petra, uh, where we think God will hide Israel during the uh, time of trouble um, and cover them with glorious apparel, the greatness of strength. I speak in righteousness, mighty to save. I have trodden the winepress alone. Of the people, there was none with me, for I will tread them in mine anger and trample them in my fury, and their blood shall be sprinkled upon my garments, and I will stand, I, pardon me, I will stand to all my remnant. 
for the day of vengeance of mine heart, the year of my redeemed is come. One helped him do this. And I looked and there was none to help him. I wondered that there was none to uphold. Therefore, mine own arm brought salvation unto me, and my fury upheld me, and I will tread down the people and mine anger and make them drunk in my fury, and I will bring down their strength to the earth. I want you to think about what you know about the end times. Uh, my opinion is that the average Christian knows almost nothing of what God is going to do in the future. Mm -hmm. And he hasn't told us all things that he will do in the future, but he has certainly told us enough that we have an idea that the Lord will redeem all of his people. Mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, I'm going to move down to uh, verse 15 uh, in chapter 63. Look down from heaven and behold from the habitation of thy holiness and of thy glory. Where is thy zeal and strength? And sounding in of thy bowels and of thy mercies towards me. Are they restrained? Doubtless thou art our father Abraham. He's referring to Jews. Be ignorant of us. Israel acknowledge us not. O Lord, art our father, our redeemer. Her name is everlasting. O Lord, why hast thou made us heir from the ways and ended our heart from thy fear? Return for thy servant's sake and the tribes uh, to receive thy inheritance. The people of thy holiness have possessed it but a little while and our adversaries have trodden down thy sanctuary, speaking to the time between 70 AD and to uh, the time of Israel's rebuilding. And so, as As we read here, we find a problem among the people that is among God's people today. And that is the problem of ignorance of the word of God. Uh, God went to great lengths to give us everything we needed to know regarding salvation. But uh, the average Christian or the average professor of Christianity 
knows very little about what the Lord has to say. So we'll go down to verse 4, chapter 63. For since the beginning of the world, men have not heard, nor perceived by the ear, neither hath the eye seen. O God, beside thee he hath prepared for him that waiteth for him. Thou meetest him that rejoices and worketh righteousness, whose days remember thee in thy ways, behold thou wrath, for we have sinned, and those is continuance, but we shall be saved. We are as an unclean thing. I hope some of you are remembering as many verses around at Romans. Mm -hmm. And we are all as an unclean thing. All of our righteousness are as filthy rags, and we do fade as a leaf. And our iniquities, like the wind, have taken us away. There is none that calls on thy name. Mm -hmm. There's none that stirreth himself to take hold of thee. For thou hast hid thy face from us and consumed us because our iniquities. So we see the Lord withdraws uh, in time from those that don't want to hear, don't want to learn his word. But now, O Lord, thou art our father. We are the clay, and thou is our potter, and we are the work of thy hands. Therefore, be not wroth, very sore. O Lord, neither remember iniquity forever. Behold, see, we beseech thee. We are all the people. And so the Lord hears uh, from the remnant and he tells us that uh, in the midst of his blessing, it's interjected, inter, intertwined with his judgment. Mm -hmm. And I am sought of them, verse 65, or chapter 65, I am sought of them that ask not for me. I found of them that sought me not. I said, behold me a nation that was not called by name. I spread out my hands all the day with the rebellious people and walketh in a way that was not good after their own thoughts people that provoketh me to anger continually to my face that sacrifice in gardens and burneth incense upon a brick which remain 
among the graves and lodged in a monument, which eats swine's flesh and broth of abominable things that are serpent by vessels, which say, Stand by thyself, come not near to me, for I am holier than thou. These are smoke in thy nose, a fire that burneth all the day. Behold, it is written before me, I will not keep silence, but will recompense to their boost. Your iniquities and your fathers together, saith the Lord, which have burned incense upon the mountains and blasphemed me from upon the hills, therefore, Will I remember their from former works? And the Lord goes on. And for example, in verse 12, he says, He will remember their evil deeds. Therefore, I will number you with the sword. You shall all bow down to the slaughter. Because when I called, you did not answer. And when I spake, you did not hear, but did evil before mine eyes, and did choose wherein I delighted not. And the Lord goes on and talks about how he judged the people. But then, There's a word of eternal blessing. Now I want you to think about what you know, which is there will be a rapture. There will be a tribulation period. There will be a thousand year reign of Christ. But uh, how much beyond that have you thought? Well, the scripture has something to say. Isaiah will help us some, but Isaiah and Revelation put together help us greatly. So, this is what the Lord says. Behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered or come to mind. But be glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem and her people a joy. Now, I want to say something. I want each of us to consider Jerusalem. I I am seeing more and more that God has cast his love on the people who live in that city. Jerusalem is the most important place in the earth. And in the end, it will be the place from which God will rule 
the people for a thousand years through Jesus Christ. The Lord says, behold, verse 17, I will create new heavens and new, new earth, and the former shall not be uh, re remembered or come to mind, but be glad and rejoice ever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem, uh, a uh, Rejoicing and her people a joy. And I will rejoice in Jerusalem and joy in my people. And the voice of weeping shall no more be heard in her, nor the voice of crying. There shall be no more an infant of days, nor an old man that hath not failed his days. For the child shall die a hundred years old, but the sinner being a uh, hundred years old shall be accursed. Now, my friends, he's talking about the millennial kingdom. He's talking about that the days will be prolonged. But the millennial kingdom is not the end of God's work. The millennial kingdom, uh, in the end, will show that men, under the very best circumstances of true government and of righteous dealing and uh, with much restraint, of evil in the world, that men will still, in the end, choose against God. So remember, the millennial kingdom is not the end all, the beat all. Mm -hmm. And they shall build houses, or 21, have them, and they shall plant vineyards and eat the fruit of them. And this is where we'll go down to verse 25. It's very familiar. The wolf and the lamb shall feed together. The iron, the lion shall uh, eat straw like the bullock. And dust shall be the serpent's meat. It shall not hurt. Now destroy the Lord any place in my holy mountain. Now, I must tell you that I think for sure that Israel is talking about, or that the Lord is talking about Jerusalem. Uh, he's talking about Israel. Uh, whether or not around Israel will be uh, the same blessings. The scripture does not tell us. He says in his holy mouth that would be Jerusalem. So that's something that, that I don't know and um, hope the Lord will reveal it. He says, uh, let's just go to verse 8. 
uh, in chapter 66. Who has heard of such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion prevailed, she brought forth her children. Most of us believe that this verse is speaking to what happened in Israel in 1948, for they indeed became a country in a day. There had not been for almost 2,000 years uh, a nation of Israel, and God formed her, and, and he has blessed her with many uh, wonderful blessings. The problem is that the Jews don't know that God is blessed. Mm -hmm. the Jews think they have, uh, are strong and have overcome their enemies. The Jews think that they are impregnable. Um, I am so sorry, but that, uh, idea one day not be in their minds anymore when they shall call on the Lord to make it right. Mm -hmm. So the Lord says, shall I bring to birth and not cause to bring forth? Saith the Lord, shall I cause to bring forth and shut the womb? Saith the Lord. The answer is the Lord has reduced the nation of Israel. He started with Abraham. He went through the patriarchs. He wound up with Moses, taking the people to the promised land. And there he dealt with them for a thousand years. But yet uh, they did not heed his warnings, and they continued to be a sick-necked and rebellious people. And so the Lord is the one who is going to have to have mercy on them. And we know that God's mercy is without limit. And so he says, Verse 13, as one whom his mother comforted, so will I comfort you, and you shall be comforted in Jerusalem. And when uh, you see this, your heart shall rejoice, your bones shall flourish like an herb, the hand of the Lord shall be known toward the serpent, and his judgment toward you. Behold, the Lord will come with the fire, with the chariots, and a whirlwind to answer uh, his rebuke, flames of fire. So it won't be for the religious people 
in that day. Verse 17, they that sanctify themselves. You cannot sanctify yourself. The Lord will sanctify it. Mm -hmm. They that sanctify themselves and purify themselves in the gardens behind one tree in the midst eating swine flesh. Mm -hmm. They do one thing in public, they do something else mm -hmm. when they think someone's not watching. Mm -hmm. And the abomination and the mouse and uh, shall be consumed together, saith the Lord, for I know their works, know their thoughts, that I will gather all nations and tongues, and they shall come and see my glory. And he will uh, cause them to reap converts all over the world. Tarchis and Pole and Lud and Bow and Kubal and Javan, Isles of Foral. And have not heard thy fame, they will declare the name of the Lord to the Gentiles. So we know that there is a time coming, there will be a great revival in Israel, and Israel will do that which God uh, wanted her to do in the beginning. He will bring the nation and the nations to himself. And uh, the Lord says that out of them will he take for 21 priests and Levites, saith the Lord. And finally, as the new heavens and the new earth will I make, which I will make, shall remain before me, and saith the Lord, so shall my name, your name, remain. And it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another, and from one Sabbath to another, shall all flesh come to worship before me. Now, That's pretty much what Isaiah has to say. Now I want you to turn in your Bibles. Uh, there is just a hint of a new heaven and a new earth in Isaiah chapter 66. But if you turn, in your Bibles to chapter 21 of Revelation, let's see what the rest of the story is. And I'll ask Mark if you'll just sing a song first now, and then we'll come back and finish up. Okay. <laughs> is built on nothing less 
than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest dream. Oh, holy lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. This fails is a lovely face. I rest on his unchanging grace. And every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All of the ground is singing sand. All of the covenant his blood support me in the whelming flood and all around my soul gives way he then is all my open sea on Christ the solid rock I stand all of the ground is singing sin all of the ground much i'm looking forward to you coming mm -hmm. <laughs> yes now i want you to look at revelation revelation 20 uh, tells about the great white throne judgment the great white throne judgment occurs at the end of the thousand year reign and we know that at the time uh, Satan will rebel and many will follow him, many millions. Uh, it's hard to believe. So you should understand that the millennial kingdom, a thousand years, is not the end of the work that God is going to do uh, at the end of this age. Well, then what? 
Well, for one thing, of course, we know that Jesus Christ through the millennial uh, kingdom is going to rule from Jerusalem. But there's something more. In the this, uh, writer of Revelation, it says, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there was no more sin. Uh, I, I don't know about you, but I cannot uh, visualize what God is going to do in the earth. Uh -huh. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem. It's a New Jerusalem. This is not the city that uh, is on the earth today. New Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for a husband. The scripture tells us that in this new Jerusalem will be the abode of God. Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men and will dwell with them and they shall be his people and God himself shall be with them and be their God. God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes and there shall be no more death all right, that, that's one that was the last enemy, remember, in the scripture to be defeated with death. But we mourned on death, <clears throat> neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat, on the throne said, behold, I make all things through. Mm -hmm. And he said unto me, write, for these words are true and faithful. He goes on, he tells us who will not be in the new Jerusalem. He does tell us that there will be no more curse. And so the curse regarding curses is the ground and so on, God uh, made to Adam will be taken away. And then the Lord tells us that there was no temple. There's no temple in the new Jerusalem. I saw no temple there in verse 22. For the Lord, God Almighty, and the Lamb are the temple of it. You want to sacrifice? You want to say something to the Lord? You don't have to go to a place. You have to go to the person. The person 
It's going to be there with us. And him, we will deal unafraid. Mm -hmm. The city has no need of the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it for the glory of God did light it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. And the nations of them that are saved shall walk in the light of it, and in kings of the earth to bring their glory and honor into it. Now, you see, I see here that <clears throat> probably there will be Christian believers, there will be Jewish believers, and there will be other believers, and they will all have a relationship with God. And uh, the gates of that city won't be shut. They'll be going in and out and in and out. So it will be something that you will understand. They will bring the glory and honor of the nations into the new Jerusalem. There won't be anything that will work as an abomination, make of the lie. They which are written in the Lamb's book of life will be the ones that are there. So he shows us the river that proceeds from the throne of God and out from under the throne of the Lamb. In the midst of the tree of bed on either side, it's the tree of life. No. This is this is all to come. And and the leaves of the tree. Mm -hmm for the healing of the nations. I don't know what that means exactly. Does that mean that it will need be the need for healing for all the catastrophes that have taken place? I do not know. Uh, the Lord will let us know when the time comes. There won't be any curse there, as I said. The throne of God and his lamb shall be in it. They shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads. And there shall be no night there. They need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. And he said unto me, those sayings are faithful and true. And the Lord God sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. Behold, I come quickly. He that keep the sayings of the prophecy of this book is blessed. Well, God just gives us a taste, but we must say he does not leave us in the dark no. about what he is going to do in eternity. The place he is going to make for us 
the nature of the city. And I know there are other verses that deal with that, the streets of gold and so on. But they will all be true. And you and I will just marvel mm. at what God has done. You know, we don't give God his due for what is created in the earth. We take it for granted. I don't think we'll take that for granted. It will be unbelievable, but true. And so into eternity, it will be our God. We don't know what the Lord has in store for the universe after this time. But I tell you, he is a God who creates, and I think his creative activity will continue. And we will be a special people, those who love him, both Jews, Gentiles, and those uh, God fears, will all have a place in serving the Lord and you will be happy. Mm -hmm. God bless you. Think about these things. Mm -hmm. We are just here for a moment. We're just here for, for a very short time. Are these things true? Mm -hmm. If they are, then our hope is not in this work. Mm -hmm. May God bless each one of you. Let's pray together. Father, thank you. You have not left us without a testimony. Mm -hmm. Thank you that some 700 years before Christ, you told us there was going to be a new age. You told us there was going to be a, a place that was made just for believers and it would be new. But Father, we don't know what it will look like. We don't know. Um, when exactly this will be made. But Lord, we will all look forward to it. And I think we will all be involved in the planning. We thank you, Lord. Bless these people now. Make them to know that their struggles and their tears and their hearts the Lord knows about today. They will come shortly and all that will be done away. So we believe in the Lord. In his name we pray. Amen.